This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. No one has the balls to stand up like I'm doing right now. Stop the crap already. We're all Americans. We're all equal. I don't see black. I don't see Asian. I don't see anything but American. Welcome to One Tough Podcast with Bo Deedle. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, whatever time you're hearing this. Uh, today, we're going to talk about some updates on our One Tough Podcast and what's going on. Well, I'll tell you the truth. After listening to Mayor Eric Adams the other day, I actually texted him and I told him, you sounded really good. You're saying the right things. There's only one thing that he's missing is he's got to call out the names. Where is the problems? We're going to discuss a lot of things as far as what's going on with our city and our country. As far as with Eric Adams and uh, him, he's uh, talking about him being embarrassed and all that, I agree with him. I mean, you are the mayor of New York City, Mr. Adams, my friend from the 1990s, who I contributed over the years for the last 18 years on all your campaigns. And I really believe in you. And I think that you're starting to realize you can't be everything to everybody. You have to go after the biggest problems. And when I talk about 21,000 murders in the United States of America in 2021, when I talk about the over 13,000 blacks killing blacks, I mean, these are issues that are not these mass shooters. I mean, they get love to get uh, publicity around these mass shootings. But every day, every day we have shootings across our country. Look at the great brotherly love city. Memorial Day weekend in Philadelphia. They don't have that many people. 15 dead. Over this weekend, we had more. We had a, another shooting. And, of course, they call it a mass shooting. Two little punks, gang members, go out and shoot, and they kill three, and they shot, I think, seven. And then all of a sudden, they use these, bud word, these buzzwords, mass shootings, mass shootings, and the the, the liberal news media love to do that because that's all about one thing, making people think that we have to take all the guns away from everybody. But the problem is the people doing the mass shootings aren't the people that are committing the majority of the murders across our country. And we're talking about murders, but I'm talking about the whole feeling of people. People have fear. Fear is being robbed, being pushed in front of a train, being stabbed. You don't have to be shot and, and utilize the, uh, the fear factor. And it's just unbelievable when we talk about the 160 murders over the Memorial Day weekend. These are things that, you know, we, we have to talk. And I come up again. I spoke this week in the beginning with, I'm not going to tell you his name, one of the head FBI guys who are involved, they're currently working with this, what they call trigger lock. They have different gun lock. They have different names for it. This is when the FBI in a task force work together with the NYPD and they prosecute people uh, carrying guns. What they do is they prosecute them under the federal law. Underneath the federal law, when you're caught with a gun and you're a convicted felon, 
what happens is you get a minimum mandatory between five and 10 years that you get incarceration. Now, everyone says to me, well, Bo, what are we going to do? I said, very simple. If the state is not going to prosecute these gun cases, what we have to do is we have to have them federally charged. Now, when I asked the FBI guy, when I asked the FBI head, what is the problem? He goes, very simple. The AUSA, that's the Assistant United States Attorney's Office, Southern District and Eastern District, they are there and they say, well, we don't have the manpower. They don't have the manpower to prosecute these cases. My problem is I'll speak out to President uh, Biden right now. You want to solve this murder problem? Here's what you have to do. You have to put more federal funding and you have to hire some more ADAs so this way they're able to prosecute these cases. And we start getting the word out there. If you carry a gun and you're a convicted felon, you're going away for five to ten years. What we have to do is get more federal money and prosecute more of these cases through the federal government. And then people say, well, we don't have the space in jail. And I'm worrying about that criminal who was arrested 27 times, eight times for guns. And I'm worried about him because he grew up and he had uh, problems when he grew up. Hey, look, at I had problems when I grew up. I don't go shooting people. And right now it's an acceptability across this country that these little punk gang members are going to go out there. And whenever they have a problem... They're going to use a gun to solve their problem, and they're going to shoot people, whether it be another gang member, whether it be sticking somebody up on the subway, whatever it is, they have, they have this feeling now that they're able to go and shoot anybody they want, carry a gun, and nothing's going to happen. Again, President Biden, I know you're half asleep. You're probably in your basement sleeping. But if you really want to end this, you've got to end it two-ply. Two-ply is hire more assistant United States attorneys. Make gun possession a federal crime, meaning prosecute it on the federal level. Take it away from these liberal states. The worst cities in, the, in America are Democratic-run cities. The worst states are Democratic-run states, and the crime is, is, is rampant. And gun possession, gun shootings are rampant. And the only way we can combat it has to be on a federal level. Again, what part of this is people missing? Hire more AUSAs. Prosecute them in the federal court of law. And then you know what we got to do? We, we have very good construction people. Build more friggin' jails. If you get convicted of a gun for the fourth time, you're going away for 10 years. And, oh, we don't have room. Well, I tell you what, I'm not worrying about the criminal that's getting locked up. I'm worried about the people walking around the streets becoming victims. I worry about people who are victims. And, damn it, we do have a reasonable solution to this if you only listen. Remember, make gun carrying in this country a federal crime and prosecute it federally and give them jail time. Simple, simple equation. Now we got Governor Hukaluku, whatever her name is. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
she comes out. Now we're blaming the guns. Let's lock up the guns. Let's lock up the guns. No, stupid. It ain't the guns, Governor Hochul. It's the person pulling the damn trigger. And everything is not a mass shooting. Like what happened in Philadelphia with the three dead over the weekend. Oh, they labeled it. This is another mass shooting. That's not a mass shooting. Every day we have people shot dead across the country. These are not mass shootings. Remember, let's make it a federal law. Carrying a loaded firearm will be prosecuted to the federal government. And you know what? We take it out of the hands of all these liberals. We don't need states, liberal states, deciding about it. It's a national problem. This is the biggest problem. 21,000 murdered in our country. I think it should be on top of the agenda. Instead of worrying about sending $40 billion, I, I, I support the people in Ukraine, but imagine what we could do with $40 billion. We could build more prisons. We can have more courts, hire more AUSAs to prosecute these little gang members and these loaded guns. This is a very simple equation. Nobody wants to listen to it. I told Eric Adams, get on your milk box and stand up there and say, we need these gun cases uh, prosecuted to the, through the federal government. And then you carry a gun and you're a convicted felon. Bye-bye, dickhead. Ten years you get, okay? Let's, let's get strong with this thing. And you know what you'll see? You'll see the shootings. I will guarantee you, you will see the shootings go down to 15%. Because you know what? All the guys on the street will say, hey, I ain't carrying no gun. I'm looking at 10 years. You know, I got two convictions. That's right, dickheads. You go to jail. That's what we got to do. Let's get tough with this thing. Wow, I'm sorry I'm getting so angry here. But you know what? We talk about the solutions, and I think there are great solutions. Again, and I've been talking about this from the beginning, I spoke with one of the heads of the FBI, and they said to me right out, Bo, the AUSA's office, they're worrying about my goombas. They're worried about Vito Genovese and Carmine Scongili and Bobby Calamari, and they'll spend millions and millions of dollars. And then you get a case like this, this dickhead Sussman. All you had to do is show the email. Duh, I'm not working for anybody. That's perjury to the FBI. You didn't need a jury to find that out. That guy should have been convicted just on that. If I was the prosecutor, I would say, well, here's the evidence. Email says he didn't. That's a lie. Convict the guy. That's it. When you start to fudgetate it all up, juries are dumb. Juries are real dumb, like that jury in Washington. My last case was the Palm Sunday Massacre. Ten people killed. Eight of them were children under the age of 12, all shot in the head. The jury came back in Brooklyn, these idiots, and they went, well, we can only convict them of manslaughter, 10 counts, because he was high on cocaine. He didn't know what he was doing. So if you want to kill somebody, take a toot of cocaine, whack them, and say, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. This is all garbage. Let's realize what the problems are across America. And it ain't white supremacy. It is the murders that are going on every day. It's not the mass shooters. I do like what I heard with that guy, Konecki, whatever his name is, Matthew Konecki. I thought he was very, very good yesterday. And the fact that he was bringing out, and I agree with it. You know, I just don't agree with the 18 to 21 for the fact we got a lot of young men and women who are in our military 18 years old, and they're able to use the firearm, and they're able to die for this country. So I, I got a little problem with that. I mean, if a person is mentally competent, and also the social 
social media checks. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We have to use that. And if there's any sign of someone being emotionally disturbed, this all has to, we have to do a better background. As far as the 40-round clips, I'm totally against that. There's no need to kill Bambi with 40 rounds. If you take your first five shots, you miss, go home and buy a friggin' hamburger. Forget about Bambi, okay? This, to me, is we have to... It doesn't have one answer solution to this, but the biggest answer that you heard today was what I said. Make gun possession a federal crime. I'm laughing about it because it's such a simple explanation, simple solution. But you know what? Why are people not listening? And I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but all I know is if I know I'm looking at 10 years, if I carry a gun and I'm going to get locked up, I ain't carrying that gun. And then you'll see it all go down. And Governor Hochul, you know what? You like the grandstand. These poor kids got gunned down in that classroom. They got massacred there. And everybody likes the grandstand. Mass shooting. Boy, there was one problem with this one. I, the guy was uh, uh, was Spanish. He was the one. Imagine if this kid was white. Whoa, yeah, we are the white supremacists. Gun- well, we couldn't use that one there because the guy was Spanish, and he killed Spanish people. You know what? I don't see black or white or Spanish or Asian. You got a simple-minded punk maniac that killed people. People, whether they're black or white, Hispanic, Asian, these are people. And let's stop it. The first thing you could do, Governor Hoko, find your ball bag. Oh, you don't have balls. I forgot. Well, find your GURP. Instead of putting $2 million in your office to put a veranda up there so you can sun yourself in Buffalo with your corrupt husband, with all that corruption that's going on in Buffalo up there. Yeah, you remember when Como was involved with the corruption up there. I guess this was a handoff to you. That's a damn corruption. Your husband there? Ooh, does he have a little involvement with the new stadium? I'll say, oh, let's get the attorney general to investigate it. Oh, no, I forgot. She's your friend. My point is right now, She's sitting up there. If you have the ball bag, Governor Hoka Local, whatever your name is, why don't you fire Braggs, the Manhattan District Attorney, for not prosecuting felony cases? Show your ball bag and fire him. That's one of the things I would do. Now, let's look at some more issues that are facing us right now. We have the issue. I'm just looking at these criminal nonprofits in New York. This one core, C O R E. This is a service group. I'm talking about $800 million being filtered through there since 2014. Million dollar salaries, his brother in law, his cousin, and all that. And they're pissing through all these city monies. We're wasting so much money. At least if we had my friend, uh, what's his name? Red Bonnet guy, my man, Curtis. Curtis Lewa, at least he wouldn't let this happen. Mayor, Mayor, please, Eric, Eric, please stop the corruption in our own city with all these nonprofit bullcrap groups. And again, our old mayor's wife there, Charlene de Blasio, remember her? Operation Thrive. What did you do with a million, a billion two there, Charlene? I don't know. I'll let you know before I leave. We still don't know what the hell she did with it. You know what she did? She filtered it through these nonprofit groups. And I'll guarantee you, if we chase the money, we find the money, we'll find out there's a slush fund for Big Bird and his wife. Through that, thrive. I guarantee you that. And you know what? If they got a problem, why don't you sue me? Because I'd love to get deposed. I love it. Then we're talking about schools. You know, I have a 
my daughter's a school teacher in New York. All she wants to do is help kids learn. You know, she works in an area now that is all 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 white area, middle village. She used to work in the South Bronx. You know what she wants to do? She said, Dad, I wanna I wanna teach the black and Latino kids. They really need my help. So I mean, these are teachers. You got teachers there that really care about students, about them learning. Then you got these other woke dingbats, all the work worrying about is CRT. Then when you have a kid in a classroom that's disrupted, you got 35 people in a classroom, and you got one disrupted student that's spitting at you, smacking you. This is the smacking the teacher, spitting at you. But yet, you can't suspend them. I'll be damned if I'm going to sacrifice 34 students for one disruling kid. There's got to be a way where you got to put them into a certain area, and you know what? And have someone assigned to guide them out of what their problems are. I don't mean about locking a guy in a closet or a little girl or a little boy in a closet. I'm talking about removal from the class and have someone who has training in psychology and all that talk to the kid, find out where the hell are they going wrong. That's, you know, that's something very important to me. Education, because we, you know, I'm, I've talked about it many times on my podcast about beable, B-E-A-B-L-E. I've brought this to the New York uh, City Department of Education. It's a training thing from kids, from kindergartens, that you stay with on the computer. You see where they need help with math or English, and you give them the help they need. Then you give them pathways, career paths, after school, whether it's going to be secondary school, whether it's going to be a profession, you stay with the kid. You make them feel important. What they like in life is as important as anything in the world. Make them feel like they're number one. Make them feel that they could be anything they want. I've talked to the chancellor about it, Mr. Banks. Chancellor Banks is very very up on this. To me, if we can educate our kids in kindergarten, I really believe we can change the outcome of their later lives from going into criminality or going somewhere else or having their life, letting them know they can be anything they want. Education, number one. Because if I educate all the children growing up from kindergarten and let them know, I know you had a hard time. I know your dad wasn't around. You didn't see your father. But yet, you have a mom. And you could be anything you want. And I want to be there to help educate you, to help you in your career path. To me, that's the most important. Because if we had educated children, I really believe they wouldn't be looking in the crime area. When these kids look at these punks running around, these gang members, and these new cars and brandishing weapons and all that, that's the only thing they see in their neighborhood. How about letting them know they could be anything they want? They want to be a cop, fireman, a teacher, professor, Whatever you want to be, you want to be a doctor, anything, and you could do it. And I'd like to help these young students. Now, we have a race going on in New York. This is the, be- this is the best race I ever saw. Two libs going head-to-head. It's the fat boy that I know for a long time, uh, bubble, bubble gut there, Jerry Nadella against Carol Maloney. This is an easy one. Uh, I watched Jerry try to interview Al Sharpton in the judicial uh, uh, congressional hearings. Oh, he looked like Job in a HUD. Please, Jerry, stop eating the pizzas, okay? Stop going to cats with your pastrami sandwiches. You know what? You should go away, Jerry, and go on a diet. So that's an easy one. Carol Maloney's is my choice for the uh, congressional seat there. And I, I know Carol a long time. She's just got to come reel herself in with these liberal values. I think she can really continue to be a great congressperson for our area. She was able to get a lot of funding for us and all that. 
So basically, you know, today I ranted, I, I, I jived around, but there was a lot of things that you have to take out of today. Remember, there is an answer. It's not one answer, but the biggest part of his answer is for sleepy boy Biden to step up and have a news conference and say, ladies and gentlemen of America, we had 21 uh, 21,000 Americans were murdered in 2021. Of them, over 13,000 were black. And they weren't killed by cops. They were killed by other blacks. We have an epidemic. I have the solution. And I listened to my friend Bo Deedle in New York. Here's the solution. Level it off that these gun cases will become a federal crime. And they will be prosecuted in the federal court. And they will go to jail. This is the answer. Take it away from the liberal states. Take it against the liberal cities. All our democratic cities and states have the worst crime than anything. It ain't working, dickhead Democrats. It ain't working. You've got to fight crime with power. And you've got to control crime. So, Mr. Biden, allow us some billions of dollars to hire more AUSAs. We got a lot of DAs in New York that ain't doing dick because they ain't prosecuting anybody, right? So now let them become an AUSA, swear in as a federal AUSA, and let them prosecute these gun cases, these gang cases, and you'll see what I say. They'll be stopping. They'll be stopping. Also, oh, Bo, we don't have enough room in jail. Well, let's build more damn jails. That's what we got to do. Again, everybody, I'm sorry for if I cursed or offended anybody, but I'm real passionate about this. There are answers, and there are answers to gun control. It ain't taken away because, damn it, the law-abiding citizens who have gun licenses are our greatest asset because I guarantee you they've stopped a lot of crimes across this country. But the liberal news media will not let you hear about the licensed gun owner that stopped the stick-up, the licensed gun owner that stopped someone from being hurt. Yes, I support carrying firearms legally and with good character, and we should allow the Americans. What do you want to do next, libs? Take all our guns away? Well, you ain't getting my guns, and I tell you what, you ain't getting a lot of the people's guns because that is part of being an American. And I'll tell you right now, if anybody listened to old man Bo about the solution, federal gun law, and that Every gun be prosecuted. I'm laughing because it's so simple. Let's do it. Until next week, again, I'm sorry if anybody got offended, but you can listen to me or you don't have to listen to me. Have a great day, and I wish the best of health and safety to all our listeners. Thank you. Have a great day.